It's the Underpowered Hour. On this week's show, we talk about another sports car being forced to go off-road, Ike accidentally buys a new car, workshop updates, Land Rovers in the movies, and special Cyber Monday savings. And now, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Steve Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about our cars and what we're working on at thebarriscollection.com or follow us on Instagram at thebarriscollection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss. Thank you to everyone joining us today. I am the crank start handle to Stephen's roadside assistance. I'm the sprained wrist of podcasting, Ike I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram at Pangolin 4x4. Let's get started. All right, Ike. Well, in the news uh, this week, something you uh, love, taking a car that is not meant to go off-road and charging you double, sometimes even triple, to then make it go off-road, you know, okay. This is the theme with manufacturers of uh, of non four wheel drive vehicles. They see they see the four wheel drive vehicles having all this fun, going interesting places, and they're like, "We we we kind of want to do that too." We so we had the Morgan. We talked about the Morgan right. for a while. I feel right. like this is this is another situation where we've got a, a traditionally two wheel drive sports car manufacturer yep. making yep. an off road vehicle. Yeah. So this is uh, this is definitely in that ilk. I think. Uh, it's all the rage nowadays to take your extremely expensive uh, German uh, sports car and uh, and take it off uh, off road uh, against its will. Well, this one is meant to do that. Uh, air quotes around the meant to do that. Uh, the Porsche 911 Dakar Edition, which is sort of an homage to those early Dakar Porsches that people yeah. you know built up to do this, and uh, like people take Volkswagens and whatever else. Uh, you know, they're a great sort of mid engine, well balanced car. Uh, good rally car, but they have literally the antithesis of ground clearance. They, uh, you know, they, you can't it's even go through a parking lot when one of those things normally. Well, this is a different uh, situation. They have, uh, well, first of all, for $250,000, you can be the proud owner of one of the 2,500 cars that they're going to build. So if you are in the market for a Dakar 911, uh, you got to get there quick because the order books are uh, filling up uh, as they are, you know, honestly, honestly. $220,000 for a very specially built low number Porsche is not outrageous. Certainly people buy Porsches for way more money that are built in a lot higher numbers. So, you know, it seems outrageous at the outset, but actually to, I, I, I'm surprised that it's only $220,000 given the price of, you know, things like the, the Morgan and those sort of things. It's, uh, it's yeah, somebody, uh, you know, somebody paid more than that for like the Pope's Toyota Cressida or whatever. Oh yeah, no question. Yeah. yeah so, and I, I will this make is probably my money more back fun on that. than that. I will make my money back on that. I it's, it's just history <laughs> will history will prove me right uh, on that. So uh, the, it's the uh, beanie baby of cars. No it one sure is. That. Oh man, no, it's great. No, just wait, just wait, just wait. It's only a matter <laughs> of time. Oh, you've got car fans and Pope fans. I mean, you know, how can you lose? How can you lose? You know, it's everything <laughs> spoken from a true a freelander owner, the uh, the bored ape of cars. <laughs> 
more to come on that later. Um, so the uh, so this car has a a 1.9 inch uh, airlift over the stock car, meaning you can roll over parking curbs at the Trader Joe's uh, yes. now. So that's no problem. And the cool thing, I actually think it's pretty. It has a a rally grade again, air quotes over that. I don't know what that means, but rally grade air suspension that can lift the car up to 3.1 inches. So when you think about it, you know, three and a little bit inches uh, on a 911 rally car, like that's actually not too bad i guess i mean you're not gonna do king of the hammers in this thing but uh certainly should be pretty uh pretty decent uh off-road and the cool thing is unlike a um you know a new defender or something uh it can maintain that high uh airlift mode up to 105 miles an hour yeah cool. every picture of the car online is it driving over like uh a completely smooth but off-road surface yes. it's yes. like a sand flat or yes. a salt flat or yes some other yes. kind of flat. Very flat. Just, yes, very flat. Sometimes a hill. Speed. Yeah, but the hill is just graded so that oh, it's perfectly so smooth. flat. Perfectly so smooth. smooth, yes. I could yeah. take a stock Toyota Corolla on that same road. But um, but nonetheless, I don't think I could take it 105 miles an hour because I don't think a Toyota Corolla goes 100 miles an hour. But uh, yeah. it does have a steering rear axle, which seems insane because like those cars already steer like almost in their, in, in, in their own uh, wheelbase. Um, but now, I mean, I can't even imagine what that's like. Um, and then uh, it has a 20% limited slip rear differential when it's in when it's in off-road mode. There's apparently a button you press and it like lifts up and it goes into off-road mode and it, you know, like, mm. I, yeah, yeah, it makes a noise, it makes a growling yeah. noise. And uh, and it has specially uh, specially made uh, Scorpion uh, AT Plus tires, 27-inch uh, tires uh, on it. So I don't know. This thing it's, needs uh, need... this thing needs some braid wheels. It does need some braid wheels. The wheels that are on it kind of look a little, you know, they're fine. But uh, it's super, super uh, needs some braid, uh, white braid wheels. It has an optional roof rack. There's some there's some gack you can get for it. You can get a rooftop tent for it, which I think is kind of a confusing statement. <laughs> With like, what market then is it actually like, you know, I mean, it's not for camping, right? <laughs> like, is it? I mean, it could be. It could be for anything. I guess it could be for camping. There's not exactly like a legendary amount of room inside of a 911. So if you got the roof uh, covered with a rooftop tent and then you've got, I don't know, like room for like a not a not an extra pair of shoes, just a shoe. You've got an extra shoe you can bring with you. Um, but uh, but yeah, anyways, I feel like our, our uh, listener of the show and um, and occasional visitor Brock Keen sort of mm-hmm. uh, helped popularize the rooftop tent on a uh, 9/11. If you yeah. follow Brock Keen yep. on Instagram, he is uh, always driving around in his. I think it's a 993 or something like that. Right. Uh, 996. Can't remember. Uh, at any rate, he's always driving that around with the rooftop tent on top, and so uh, uh, rover enthusiast as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No. I, yeah. I think you know. I'm a big fan of like tiny cars as like uh, as like camping deals. It's just uh, you know most of them are sort of station wagony shapes that you've got boxes. You know, They're boxes yeah, that you yeah. put things in, and this yeah, is not a box. Not at all. In fact, there's not one flat surface on a 911. It's like one giant compound curve. You know, it's like when you drop. There is one flat surface. It's underneath the car. It's (laughs) underneath the car. It's very flat until you uh, until you go over something that's a little heavier than just uh, gravel, and then it's just a thousand little dents uh, under there. But uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, new cars, uh, I, I hear that uh, that you accidentally purchased a new car. This is true. This is true. I uh, accidentally bought a car, um, and I'll, I can I can tell you how it happened. Uh, we have a customer that has uh, lived in Alaska, 
And okay. for those of you that don't know, um, if you live in Alaska, you get paid by the government to live there, especially if you're like a, you know, a skilled skilled person. Oh, you right. know? yeah. And right. uh, his his wife is a doctor, so mm-hmm. they have been living in Alaska uh, on the uh, government gravy train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's it, there's a lot of um, you have there's to a lot of it. difficulties to living in Alaska, yeah, and they want to yeah. encourage people to live there. So yeah. that's that's a perk of living there, among yeah. uh, the, you know, general natural beauty and that sort of thing. Because if but, uh, uh, if we don't occupy it, it reverts back to Russia, right? Is that is that how it works? Some, like, is some, some, I'm pretty sure. Like yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, it's yeah. in the fine print when yeah, we bought it from them. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at any rate, he had a Series Two A, a kind of unusual uh, model. It's mm-hmm. a '68 '88 North American specification, and uh, for those of you that don't know. 68 was a, a partial production year. The yep. last half of 68 was, of course, bug eye production. Yep. Yep. And the early part of 68 was uh, uh, the production of the first negative ground short wheelbase, um, but it still had the inset headlights. So in yep. that way, it's a lot like the NADA six-cylinder station wagon. It's right. sort of that same exactly. sort of configuration, yep. but it's yep. a short wheelbase, short wheelbase and it's a four-cylinder. So it's the corollary to the the Nada station wagon and that mm-hmm. it's inset headlights, negative ground. So it has the black dash and so forth. So anyway, he's been working on this car for a few years and he's done some things to it, but there's quite a bit more to do. So mm-hmm. he uh, was towing it from Alaska to Tennessee. Oh, and uh, he's like, uh, he has an FJ cruiser, oh, which oh, yeah. uh, for okay. those of you that don't know is a sort of uh, retro styled sort of, uh, um, what would you call that uh, SUV, you know, yeah. basically a Toyota yeah. SUV comes Kinda in like sort of retro colors and sort of meant to be an homage, I think, to the original Toyota FJs after a fashion. But yeah, it doesn't uh, have a lot in common stylistically, no. but uh, at any rate, it's it's not a tow vehicle, I guess is right. what I'm getting at. Right. So he yes. he bought a trailer and he picked up his uh, Lander from the dock. And, you know, I, I guess he's uh, it's it's having a little bit of a hard time, you know, with all the things he has to do to move. And he, and he shipped like, it to Seattle and then, and yeah. then brought it down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, I think he got uh, down to Oregon. He was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get another Land Rover, get to Tennessee. I don't need to tow this thing all the way across the country. So he, he stops by and he's like, he's like, you know, um, I, I got a lot of pieces from, for this car, for this project from you. And, uh, I, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to tow it to Tennessee. So would you consider buying? And I was like, I don't really, I don't really need another Land Rover. There's like mm-hmm. uh, several here. So, um, and he said, well, I, uh, I'm going to need you to, <laughs> I'm going to need you to buy this. And so a uh, long story short, uh, there was some twisting of arms and, uh, I ended up with this 88 yes, and, yes. uh, um, it's, you know, it's a Land Rover. It's it's got a lot of good things. It's got new tires and new swivel mm. balls, and mm-hmm. it's red. It's poppy red, and oh, cool. uh, I'm a sucker for old faded poppy red. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not a bad uh, '88, but uh, it needs needs some brake work. It needs uh, it has a little of the Alaska corrosion. You know, it, it's it you know needs some things. So yeah, uh, it is uh, it is very far down on the list of projects, but right it uh. Yeah, it's all there. It runs, it drives, it starts, it sort of stops. It, uh, you know, does all the things that a Land Rover does, only slightly worse than yep. it yep. should. So. Yeah, yeah. 67, 68, 69, those are, those are interesting years for, for Series 2s. There was definitely a, lot a of, transition uh, well, yeah. period, you know. Lots and of this, stuff going on in there. Lots There's of stuff re- going on. It's you know. the only year for inset headlights and power yep. brakes, you and know. So brakes, it has yeah. the power brakes, which is kind of a nice thing. And yep. uh, it, has, uh, it has a few 
few neat those features. Are, uh, Land Rover's college years. They were experimenting, you know, they were trying to find <laughs> themselves, you know. Just, now, speaking of experimenting, the previous owner experimented with some uh, various uh, like furry animal print seat covers on this oh, car. Yeah. And uh, oh, when yeah. you open the door, it just looks like there's already three Ewoks sitting there. <laughs> the seat there just so furry off to uh, we'll have to post up a picture of that. oh that's like a momoa-esque kind of uh, seat treatment that's yeah uh, there you go yeah. that harkens back to the equally riddled seat. with lice yeah right of course yeah you just get in there with some <laughs> nair and just kind of just kind of hit it and then it's back to normal yeah Ooh, it burns yeah. <laughs> any rate Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that uh that is um uh that happened yesterday so uh, well, there it you just, go it just showed up it was on a tra- I, it was on a trailer it was delivered you know i wasn't expecting to yeah. pick up a lander i always tell people people a lot of people come to me and they say they say you know i'm looking for a lander i've i've been looking it's really hard there's not a lot listed for sale you know yeah. it's yeah it's uh i've been i've looked at you know a lot online it's always hard you know they're imported blah 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 and I always tell them the, the easiest way to buy a Land Rover is to own a Land Rover because then people yeah. will come up to you and you just, try to you want, sell Do you want theirs. this Land Rover as well? It's absolutely true. There's no one that I know that haven't at one point said like, oh, I drove by this Land Rover on the way to work here. I, I took a photo of the like for sale sign for you. Like you should call yeah. this guy. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Thank you. But uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's that YouTube video of the guy sitting in the boat with just fish jumping into the boat. That's the, it's like once you've got one, they uh, they tend to yeah. accumulate friends because everybody's like, oh, this this guy, this guy especially you have more than two. Then they're like, this this guy is an idiot. Yeah, this guy <laughs> has no idea what's going on. He's he gonna has buy no self control. Clearly, Rover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you have a Freelander parked out front, then all kinds of garbage just starts showing up. You know, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Speaking of speaking of His Majesty's uh, G4 Edition Land what? Rover, uh, what's going it on is, that thing? It's running. It what? is actually no. running again. It is running. There's it a running, running Freelander? That's the rarest Land Rover I, of all I time. Know. It is the rarest Land Rover of all time. It was. Uh, it's running. Ed has driven it around uh, the shop. Uh, we are making plans to uh, repatriate it up here. I, of course, would like to drive it up here. Everyone else is saying, don't drive it up there. Don't waste those miles. It's only got maybe 80 running miles before it blows up again. So uh i personally uh, want to that's that's what i want to do i want to do there's a there's like a there's a ticker on the dash counting down to the next time it'll break down but uh you know speaking of this is actually fortuitous because uh uh for for those of you that don't know there's a 75th anniversary uh, celebration at creek peak and anarch the association of north american lander clubs is uh putting on this event and uh our good friend 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 of the show yeah Yep. Dixon, Bob Steele, Bob, Bob Steele, Steele, who is at yeah, uh, Destination Steele, Defender. Dixon Kenner, uh, we've he got is all, talking all the, about all-stars, all-stars. He is talking about free admission for bringing a running Freelander. Just that's, wanted to point that out. That's right. Bob mentioned that, and so did so did Dixon. Uh, both they're, I guess they want to do both uh, 80 inches if you drive him in, and uh, if you drive uh, a running Freelander, you will not have to pay admission. Uh, so immediately, uh, the underpowered uh, logistics team went to work <laughs> on figuring out what it would take for us to get the Freelander. You should just, you up should just there. use that to ferry other people, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, the Anarch event lost a uh, hundred thousand dollars. We don't know how it's possible. Uh, everybody showed Nobody up in one running mission. Yeah, it was just one running Freelander. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, we are, we are, we are looking at the logistics of going to that event. Uh, the likelihood of having the Freelander there, 
I don't know. I want to ship it out there. I'll tell you what. Let's put it. We'll put it to the. Uh, we'll put it to the uh, listeners. Uh, if if anyone is headed from California uh, to uh, to you know what, I'll just take to the to to the to past to east of California. If we can set up a, a, a you know a railroad, a convoy, a relay, if you will, uh, for the undisputed king of Land Rovers, the uh, underpowered hour G4 edition. Uh, Who wants car. to drive Freeway. a Freelander to the East Coast? No, no, you can't be driven. It can't be driven. No, 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 no. no. We, all, we only have 80 miles. So we can maybe get it on and off of trailers all the way across the country. But uh, no, if cross you country would, uh, Freelander trip. If the you most would like to be a part of excursion ever. You know, it's funny because a lot of people talk about the, you know, Oxford and America, those sort of things. I think this could be equally as ambitious. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, here's the thing. Oxford has already driven across a number, uh, number of continents. I don't think a Freelander has ever driven across a continent no, by its, its own never power crossed or, or two otherwise. borders. It's, it's never, never ever crossed, crossed two borders. Two borders. It's never happened. It's never <laughs> happened. Uh, so if, if you would like to uh, be a part of that, uh, get a hold of us either through the website, on Instagram, whatever your, your preferred method of communication is, we would... Uh, we would love to, uh, you know, very much like Oxford, right? We want to share this important car with the world. You know, <laughs> I, I think it's, uh, I think it's really important that, uh, you know, uh, just wait. We'll get a cease and desist from our, our friends at uh, at uh, Jaguar Land Rover. Wouldn't like, be the talk, first one. We'll talk about. Wouldn't we don't talk about one. the Freelander. Yeah, well, that's all right. If we're not getting that, we're not doing it right. So uh, it is. Uh, at any rate, um, we uh, do have it, and it is available. Uh, if someone wants to try to pull it across uh, the country, we would be more than happy to indulge you uh, in uh, letting you have it for uh, free admission to Greek Peak. Well, I mean, I it's something. It's something. We're trying to. We're trying to figure something. it out. Uh, trying to figure out how to go. But uh, speaking of free admission, uh, I can for how are things at the brand new? world headquarters of the legendary pangolin 4x4 how goes how goes things in the workshop steadily ramping up not only are we starting to get uh you know tools and equipment set up but we are actually working and not only are we actually working we're actually finishing projects and uh, the first one that we have uh finished recently is uh some service work on a bring a trailer veteran nada oh. 109 station wagon so the oh, customer yeah. brought it off and bring a trailer said hey this is uh this is a nice car i just want to make sure that uh doesn't have any other issues and i also want you to make a few upgrades right. so it came to the shop and um it's a it's a it's a shiny 109 wagon it's uh been uh restored at some point in its past and uh, yeah. it's getting a few upgrades power brakes uh you know those nada station wagons have that yeah. Very obscure Clayton DeWandre yes, you know, power yes. booster. And that was yes. missing from this car. So it only oh, really? had single circuit unboosted brakes. So he was like, I'm, you know, I want to drive this thing. I got, yeah, uh, I need some power brakes. So yeah. we yeah. installed the later series three type power brakes and we had to modify the fender. And mm -hmm. uh, this one had already been painted. So our uh, good friend, Ken Dawson, who mm -hmm. is an excellent painter, uh, he sorted out that we did the metal work and he uh, finished the fender and it just blends in perfectly. It blends excellent. in perfectly. So we did that. We did a lot of service work. There had been some some cludging, some uh, some bodging of uh, various carburetor linkages. And oh, yeah. uh, those those trucks also have a problem with a, uh, a, a phenolic or plastic bushing yeah. in the throttle yeah. linkage that goes bad. And so mm -hmm. I had to replace that. And Various other things, you know, um, some replacement of uh, rubber brake hoses and uh, 
you know, just some various things that have been overlooked over the years, tidying up the the winch wiring and yeah. um, installing a cutoff switch for that. And, uh, you know, just kind of going through it and saying, you know, these are the problems that it has. There's a couple things like a choke cable was uh, not working and, you know, there's a, a little bit of electrical that wasn't functional. So just kind of mm-hmm. starting at the front and going to the back and, mm-hmm. and sorting out all of uh, all of those issues. I think it'll be back for some more heavy lifting, maybe a new suspension in the future. But um, yeah. the owner's going to come pick it up soon. And uh, I'm excited because we've been driving around and those things are super smooth. And uh, what a what a great car to take a road trip in. I think he's going to drive it to Idaho. Oh, fantastic. Oh. So uh, I always love seeing... Uh, seeing old Land Rovers taking long trips and uh, that's a good one. You know, that's, uh, that's going to take him a while to get to Idaho and he's going to have to drive through Eastern Oregon, some pretty remote areas. So yeah. I've got my fingers crossed that, uh, you know, we've uh, t- crossed all our T's and dotted all of our I's on that one. And then um, we also uh, just yesterday uh, had delivered to us for some service work at a really, really nice original 109 pickup uh this fellow's dad purchased it new mm-hmm. and it's been in their family since then it was sold through carberry motors the famous yep. uh, land rover yep. dealership in willits california yeah and it's a really nice truck it's a north american spec left-hand yep. drive pastel green original paint uh 66 and 66 is a, a real good year I uh, really like those. Got some nice features. Got the Kodiak Mark IV heater. Ooh, cool. And it has a full deluxe interior oh, cab nice. trim set. It's like got the full cold weather package, which is kind of nice because yeah. it's chilly here in Oregon. Yeah. It's got the yeah. Kodiak heater and the insulated um, floors and seat box and like rear bulkhead, you know, behind mm-hmm. the seats. Mm-hmm. So the whole interior is trimmed on this car and so rare to see that still exist, not only yeah. exist, but it's, it's totally complete, it has the original floor mats. And, uh, the owner wants us to kind of go through and replace a lot of the rubber seals that have gone bad. And, uh, that yeah. sort of thing. It still runs and drives. It's really incredible. Still got its Solex carburetor, very, you know, nice. original car. Oh, that's Just great. Got a few missing pieces that have gone, you know, by the wayside over the years, but, uh, we have those in stock and we'll put that all right back together and he'll be driving it for another 50 years. So it's had, a really uh, cool truck. I had that same uh, car, uh, Series 3, but uh, but mm-hmm. that same configuration, the long wheelbase uh, pickup, pickup. Uh, version mm-hmm. with the little mini cab. And I have to say, like in Canada in the winter, that's the, the way to go. The little pickup cab heats up real quick, even with the tiny motor. I didn't have the Kodiak heater. I just had the like non, you know, non-functional essentially Land Rover heater. But even then, uh, you know, it, it was enough on most days uh, to to sort of you let it heat up a little bit. Uh, it was nice. It was, and I didn't those have are, any interior or any or anything. It was just the the cabin. It was still just pretty nice. Yeah, those are those are pretty cozy, and uh, the cab trim makes a big difference just in terms of the ca- condensation. You know, yeah, even yeah. if it's yeah, it, it starts to get uh, drippy and r- starts raining inside yeah. the cab on yes. you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's nice. It it actually is really nice. It was chilly yesterday, and we had this car going, and it heated up pretty quick. And it's got nice. that big heater, small space, yeah. and yeah. Uh, it's a really nice car. Really, that's cool. great. I'm a big yeah, fan. So, I'm a big fan of the pickups. I like the uh, I like the pickup converted or the pickup versioned uh, long wheelbase cars. There, uh, I'll be I'll be posting cool. some pictures of that super car. Cool. And and speaking of pickups, mm-hmm. uh, we Linus and I did a Rover pickup. You of sure pickups. Did. <laughs> you sure did. It was a did. pickup of pickups. It was. And uh, we had an epic multi-thousand mile journey mm-hmm. to the Great White North, your 
hometown. Yes, that's right. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> of home, Canada. <laughs> of Canada. Yeah, it's my hometown of Canada. Yeah, yeah, you guys sure did, man. It was uh, the, uh, we got a, a pictorial essay uh, via text uh, while you guys uh, were up there. I always uh, I looked forward to every day hearing uh, whether you had frozen to death yet or, uh, or finally the rover, you'd, you'd added too many rovers to your train and the entire yeah. thing had collapsed along along the Trans-Canada somewhere. But uh, in fact, the story is so epic, it couldn't possibly fit inside of a normal episode. So we are going to, uh, for the first time, uh, do a winter breakdown. Winter uh, breakdown. Yeah, yes. Coming up here very soon. Uh, there's where, there's uh, giant fires. There's snowstorms. There's blizzards. There's mountains. There's oh, yeah. polar bears. There's Sasquatch all kinds of things. Sasquatches, yeah, was, mutants. Oh, yeah. yeah, mutants. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Indian food, really tasty oh, yeah. Indian food, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. so many Land Rovers and yeah. uh, some really great Land Rover yeah. enthusiasts that we met along the way. So we'll uh, have an entire episode with Linus yes. devoted to that in uh, here in a few weeks. Oh, it's going to be so good. Uh, you know, the the fans are always uh, so uh, stoked to uh, have Linus uh, on an episode. Uh, <laughs> you know, the uh, the listenership increases by one, sometimes even as many as four people when wow. uh, when Linus uh, doubling a full doubling of our audience. Uh, <laughs> uh, anytime, anytime Linus is, is on the show. And I think that's because uh, your mom listens to it twice when Linus is on. So uh, it may not be that's actual, but whatever. Well, yeah. Whatever it counts, it uh, it counts. You know, whatever plays those AT and T commercials, uh, you know, we'll uh, get that sweet, sweet, sweet nine cents uh, thing or whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it's great. It's great. That's uh, one. So yeah, uh, look forward to that upcoming episode. It's going to be epic. We had a really fun time, and uh, there are so many landers. So we'll have to post up some pictures in our uh, Patreon of that yeah. trip, and yeah. uh, we'll post up some other pictures for the you know you plebes that listen as yes, well that's right. but if yeah, you that's right. uh if you uh, want that extra special content please subscribe to our patreon the champagne room of land rover photographs uh oh, yes, yeah. on the uh, <laughs> you get the you get the full linus experience on patreon so actually i think that's probably going to drive people away from the patreon but uh, <laughs> hey you never know <laughs> you, you, you never know you never know a whole uh, a whole plethora of uh, different overall photos uh, there on uh, the uh, patreon so uh yeah, so tune in there. Speaking of, speaking of uh, epic uh, Land Rover journeys, we have a, a new Land Rover in the movies. Uh, technically, it's not really in the movies. It's, it's in the, t the television show. But show. Uh, yeah. you, found, uh, you found an interesting uh, Land Rover show uh, the other day on uh, The Red Menace on, uh, on Netflix. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, there's, uh, there's always that, uh, you know, sort of expedition world traveler, you know, sort of aspect to Land Rovers. There's some, been so many, uh, you know, scientific, historical, anthropological, yep. you know, trips that have been done. Meteorological. Uh, meteorological. Yeah, yeah, paleontological. Yeah, cosmetological. Yeah. God. <laughs> at any rate, at any rate, there's a, there's a show on Netflix and it's called Ancient Apocalypse. And that's a little dramatic. Basically, they're, uh, you know, seeking out uh, lost civilizations, yeah. lost advanced civilizations uh, throughout the world. And this mm -hmm. controversial guy, he's uh, he's a, he's a little bit maybe in the sort of kooky alien crowd. Oh, uh, yeah. Graham yeah, yeah. Hancock. But is uh, that, it's not the ancient aliens guy. Is it, it is a different. guy. No, it's okay. not that different guy. guy. Different guy. No, it is a different guy. And he okay. is a little more credible. than OK, than the ancient alien guys. OK, OK. But uh, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's on the show and he visits these remote places and sees these uh, remote um uh, anthropological sites and 
And basically, it's like large structures that were built so long ago that it shouldn't have been possible right, with the right. technology that they had available to them. Right. At any rate, he uh, he goes to Indonesia and uh, he he looks at this large structure that's built from basalt columns. And uh, Indonesians are enthusiastic Land Rover drivers. Right. If you guys Absolutely. follow any of yeah. the uh, Instagram content mm -hmm. that uh, follows Land Rover owners in Indonesia, there's a lot of Land Rovers yeah. there and yeah. a lot of really like diehard enthusiasts. So yeah. uh, check out some of the Instagram profiles that are uh, featuring Land Rovers in Indonesia. It's really pretty incredible. But uh, he drives a Series 3 bronze green 109 soft top through this episode and he, you know, drives it through the mountains and there's scenes of it descending and ascending mm -hmm. various, you know, archaeological sites and so forth. So it's it's pretty cool. It's a sort of interesting uh, show and uh, it has some uh, some Land Rover content through through several sequences in the show. Uh, there's the Land Rovers featured, you know, fairly prominently. So mm -hmm. check it That's out. That's very cool. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, old uh, places in South America and uh, Land Rovers are, uh, yeah, synonymous with each other. Indonesia is Indonesia not in is South not America. in South America, but uh, <laughs> you know, we're close enough. Close enough. Uh, did they find Did they find any ancient Land Rovers in any of these tombs? Like this, this couldn't possibly have a Series One Land Rover in it. But I, I don't but, know. Yeah. I, uh, I'll, I'll admit that I haven't seen the entire episode, so that yeah. that may happen. That may okay. happen. Well, someone stay was, tuned. I mean, yeah. someone was uh, buried, and all of their Land Rovers were buried with them. Buried with them. Yeah, that's yeah. how I'm going to go out. I think that's uh, that's yeah, what I'm going to be a big it's, hole. Uh, it's a big hole. A big yeah, hole. it's just to start dumping Freelanders in there. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's the plan. Well. Uh, as you know, today is uh, the national holiday that we refer to as Cyber Monday. Cyber um, Monday! Yeah, it's when you uh, when you have to uh, meet a uh, partner online and uh, send them, uh, you know, pictures of your junk. I believe that's what it's. Uh, that's I don't think that's celebrated. what it is. I no? think it's a. It's for those people that that opt out of Black Friday. Oh, it, it, it's Cyber Monday. It's when you shop. You don't want to go to the store, so you shop from your home the convenience i'm gonna need home, to online. uh pull back a you're gonna have to send an email then. yeah i'm gonna have to send a couple <laughs> of emails just a couple of clarifying emails <laughs> uh, but at any rate if if you are into uh cyber monday and uh, you didn't uh, for whatever reason catch our uh black friday sale uh today only cyber monday uh you can use the discount uh, code double taper on our uh, website under poweredhour.com to get 15 percent off of all the stickers all the stickers can belong to you at 15% off with the discount code double taper. And uh, that uh, will, uh, yeah, you know, get yourself some tiny Ikes, some medium size Ikes, get yourself some rally team defenders. Uh, some, we still have some 80 inches. We have some rainbow camel trophy. We have very few of those, but we've got a couple of, uh, we got a couple of the legacy stickers and uh, yeah, the new year is going to yield. Well, the new year and a little bit to Christmas uh, here. We're a little late on getting our Christmas stuff up, but they're, uh, there's going to be a couple of special Christmas items uh, here in a few weeks as well, but uh, you will uh, you'll have uh, an opportunity to buy uh, all kinds of great stickers and uh, and then uh, more to come in the new year. So if you've been procrastinating about buying that uh, rainbow tiny Ike that you've always wanted, uh, well, my friends, today is that day. Uh, please use discount code Double Taper uh, and get yourself fifteen percent off of anything in the sticker category. Uh, with that, Ike, it has uh, been a pleasure uh, as always, and uh, I apologize in advance for that uh, Cyber Monday uh, text message. <laughs> All right, Stephen, I will see you next time. Have a happy Cyber Monday. 
The Underpowered Hour is produced by Liza Barris, Ike Goss, and me, Steve Barris. Pavel Svartov composed and performed our theme music. Consider supporting the show on Patreon, and if you already do, thank you. Your support makes the show possible. For even more, check out our Instagram or Facebook. 